recorded live from Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles in West Bend, Wisconsin. You're listening to Under the Cowl. and collectibles at a local comic book store West Bend, Wisconsin. Uh, I'm also your host for this podcast. You know, you know this podcast that you're listening to right now. Yeah, yeah. This uh, this episode is myself and Anthony, and eventually we're joined by Jacob, and we're talking about everything from how to distinguish uh, two Rons <laughs> from one another to uh, when Avengers Endgame was re-released in in theaters and and why and discussed the whole thing with Gwyneth Paltrow's confusion as to what Marvel movies she actually has been in. Like, I wasn't in Spider-Man. Then we we get into uh, some philosophical conversation. Uh, The kind of conversations that... uh, You'd expect people to talk about while they were, you know, experimenting with some sort of mind-altering substance. So yeah, here we go. The coasters from in here seem to have disappeared. Yeah, I think they're all in the... I, I don't think the uh, quality of the tables will be affected all that greatly by putting drinks down on us. But... So I went to Domino's. And... Uh... Did you did you order from Domino's? I did. Yeah. How'd that work out for you? It worked out real well because I had this handy guy from this podcast I listened to, right. and by listen to I mean I didn't listen to it since I talked you about listened it. You live, yeah, the live listen. Um, go up there and I say, you know, pick up for Anthony. They're like, all right, cool. Just be a couple minutes. One of your pizzas started to bubble up, so they wanted to remake one of them. Rather than giving us a bubblelicious pizza, um, sat which, down. Which some places would have just oh, yeah. given you that one. Caesar's is good for that. Mm. And uh, so I sat down, and then I could see on the monitor of the other people that did online orders, Pizza Hut has the same thing. You can see people's names and say, you know, it's ready now or ready in three minutes. So I look and I'm like, well, there's going to be a. A Sean and a Ron that are going to be coming in. So I played a little game as I saw two people show up just being like, yeah, that's definitely Just a which Ron. one's Ron and which one's... Yeah. So no, was it? a guy like maybe in his 60s kind of showed up. I'm like, well, it's got to be Ron. Like, this is definitely Ron. Sean, you know, I guess just sounded like a, a younger guy without seeing the second guy. Um, <laughs> this guy goes up and... Uh, he goes, oh, I had an online order. They're like, okay, uh, what name is it under? And he goes, I'm not sure what name they put it under. So, okay, he didn't do the order. He was but probably kind of rhymes with on or <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> so he had said that. 
assuming that, you know, someone else placed the order. They're like, hey, Ron, go out and get the pizza. Okay. Um, but what's interesting is that what happened, or I should say, what didn't happen after that. So the employee is like, oh, okay. And he's kind of looking at, like, the orders coming up. Rather than the employee going, well, what's your name? Or what is another possible name? <laughs> and Or rather than the customer just saying that, like, oh, well, maybe it's under Ron, maybe it's under Susan. Like, nobody was saying names until I heard the employee go, Anthony? Is it Anthony? It's like, no. And he's very questionable. And I'm just like, okay, is this guy, like, actually place an order or not? it might have been Anthony? Well, then, I like, I kind of hear that, and I looked up. And then he's like, is your last name, is it Latch? And I'm like, well, that's me. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he's like, how about, uh, they said a last name, which I didn't see on the monitor or hear. And he goes, yeah, that sounds good. He's like, all right, I'll just be a couple minutes. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just thinking, like. That's a name I'd like to have. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, did this guy order a pizza or is he stealing someone else's pizza? So he sits down next to like, me. Uh, is it already paid for? Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, is this, I still don't know if it's Sean or Ron. And uh, uh, so we're sitting there next to each other. Then another guy comes in. I'm like, okay, he doesn't look like Sean. He fits, he seems like he could also fit a Ron. I'm very typecasting here, stereotyping with, uh, you know, older gentlemen, probably in their 60s that would fit the Ron name. And he comes in. He's like, yeah, I got to pick up for Ron. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. I may be sitting next to Sean because he doesn't even know. Um, but yeah, so Ron gets his pizza. I get mine. I leave. And uh, yeah, that's basically how it went. But it's so confusing that that nobody was saying their names, which was just odd. Um, yeah. You know what kind of pizza was ordered? Yeah, like, it, it was just like he was just waiting for names to be called. And then all of a sudden he's like, yep. Well, like you said, he's like, yeah, that sounds right, you know. <laughs> okay. For like 75 years we've been going off the what's-your-name system. <laughs> and this one guy comes in and breaks the whole thing. So, so like, I mean, how did you uh, determine the, the look? Was it like one guy looked like... Ron from Parks and Rec, and the other guy looks like Ron Jeremy, so you're like, I can't tell. One or the other? Uh, they're just both old dudes. Not that I need to whisper. I always get to this point when I drink water, eat food, and then I remind myself, oh yeah, I haven't been to the bathroom in like seven years. Well, sometimes I wait, like, I've had to go to the bathroom really bad for a while, but I haven't been able to, usually like at work. And I don't get a chance to. And then after a while, I'm finally like, things have calmed down. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, yeah, I really got to pee. I forgot about that. <laughs> I don't know if that's an actual sign. I've been holding this for three hours. <laughs> I don't know if it's a scientific thing, but if you have something to drink, like all of a sudden it just hits you where you're just like, okay, I got to go to the bathroom now. I don't know if that's a thing, but that happens to me. Yeah, it's probably a thing. Yeah. But it's just like one of those that. Because I'll have that at, like, when I eat lunch at work or something, and I'll start, I'll take a bite of lunch, and then I'll realize, oh, yeah, I guess I haven't gone in a while. But they like that sticking your fingers in water, like, when you're pregnant or something, and then they, 
Does it have something to relate to that science? Um, <laughs> Do you know what that is? <laughs> Sticking your fingers in water while you're pregnant? Yeah, it's like a... It's like a prank that, like, you'll, like, oh, I yourself. Oh, I, I think that was just, uh, so like when somebody's room. sleeping in general, you put, supposedly, you put their fingers in, oh. uh, I think it's warm water. Yeah. Not, like, hot water or, you know, okay. anything, but, like, warm water. Well. But I've never actually tested it, and it's that, never been tested on me that I'm aware of. Well, now that you've said, said it that, now I, where I get this knowledge from is from a Family Guy episode because they did a prank at like some uh, like hospital and they like put all the pregnant ladies' fingers in them and then all of a sudden like you just cut to the outside of the hospital and you hear a bunch of babies being born. <laughs> so maybe that's why I just thought it was pregnant thing. But yeah, that's definitely where I got that knowledge from. Then it's probably true.
what it is. Mm. That I, you know, I think you'll probably have to listen to this episode. It's, uh, I don't know, I can tell you, but I just wouldn't do it justice. Fair enough. I see, uh, we have in the previews the long awaited Spider Man number one. <laughs> Finally, the first issue. I wasn't sure if it was ever going to happen. You're, of course, talking about the J.J. and Henry Abrams with Sarah Bacalli miniseries called Spider-Man. Yes. What are your thoughts on... It's just Spider-Man. He's not amazing. He's not spectacular. It's not sensational. We're not even talking about his web. <laughs> We're just talking about just, just Spider-Man. So what's your thoughts on not the creative team or anything like that, but for any comics that are just called Spider-Man 1 through 5? Like, you think this... I would always prefer if it was Spider-Man, colon, and then whatever the name of their story is mm. for future, just kind of... Like Spider-Man, deadly new villain. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, cadaverous. Like, someone goes, like, yeah, hey, I want the new Spider-Man, being like, okay, there's a dozen things to choose from. Like, especially when you see things cataloged in, in shelves, or if you're talking about it years down the line... I mean, a lot of people will probably just say it's the J.J. Abrams Spider-Man, but also, like, hey, can you order me Spider-Man cadaver? You know, like, if something should always have a subtitle kind of up front of, rather than yet another Spider-Man number one, seems like it would just kind of make the conversation a little easier upon ordering, upon organizing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what thought they... thought about it? I don't know what they would have uh, come up with name because I don't really know that much about the story that they're doing at this point. It'd be like calling Spider-Man Far From Home just Spider-Man and then Spider-Man Homecoming just calling that Spider-Man. Something that gives a... Something like uh, Spider-Man Marvel let J.J. Abrams kid write a book. Yes. <laughs> but put that in the acronym. So. Oh, okay. I don't know. Because I'll always see that like Going in the catalog, see old trade paperbacks and hardcovers re-released, and a lot of times they just attach, you know, Spider-Man by Nick Spencer or something, you know. Yeah. Like, but like, but if you didn't know who the creative team was on it, yeah. then you wouldn't know which volume or version or whatever you're looking for. But just a specific thing, like if you knew that, you know, hey, this is called Spider-Man Cadaver. And when it comes to trade paperbacks too, you you have that that additional thing where it's like they're still called like in the in the floppies okay you know which volume they are it'll be like spider-man volume 27 number one but in trade paperbacks it'll just be like spider-man volume one even though there's like 10 other spider-man volume one this is just the 2016 volume one and then there's only two or three of those that actually does happen periodically where there is more than one volume one even from the same year is um, as an example uncanny x-men which hasn't gone very long is ending uh with uh, hickman taking it over and doing uh house of x or sub x uh, power of x powers uh, of x powers powers yeah because that's right because power of x sounds like a mathematical term <laughs> um but uh if they were to after that relaunch uncanny x-men again with a new number one in the in trade paperback format both of those would be uncanny x-men volume one 2019 yeah. 
during a lot of the Marvel Now and Mar- all new Marvel Now, Squirrel Girl and Howard the Duck had two number one issues from the same creative team within that same year. And that was the same thing where, you know, got up to five issues and then all of a sudden they renumbered them, renumbered them again. So then there was a new Squirrel Girl or a new Howard the Duck number one. And that would be another thing, too, of can make it a little more confusing, but. Sorry, I'm just getting back to Mike inquiring about uh, Tomb of Dracula. The com- what? What was it called? The complete Tomb, Tomb of Dracula complete series, complete collection. Comple- yeah, complete collection. Mm-hmm. That was it. Volume one, because there's like a volume two and a volume three, which means volume one actually isn't a complete collection, as you had mentioned earlier. Yeah. Because I'll see that too. Like, cause sometimes you'll get an omnibus that are big enough that it does complete an entire run. But if you were to have an omnibus of like Stanley, Jack Kirby, Fantastic Four, they're not going to put 100 issues in an omnibus. That'll be like, all right, this is omnibus one of, you know, four or something. Right. It's just be too big. Yeah. Be like, yeah, mm-hmm. I could buy a new car or I could buy this omnibus. Yeah, yeah. Or get an omnibus that transforms into a car. That um, might be worth having. Omnibus, <laughs> omnibus Prime. <laughs> Prime. Uh, okay, I gotta write that down. I think there might have to be an omnibus Prime in a. You know, if if there has been no complete collection of Transformers comic books <laughs> with that title, oh, somebody screwed up. IDW, you gotta get your act together. That'd be like uh, Marvel releasing their their complete collection in Omnibus. Yes. Omnibus and Prime. I think we have a new Gene Guy character, which I don't think David could pass off drawing that. I could get him back on track with the art. He did send me an update. Um, he sent me some panel shots and a page. and That's because I told him that uh, you gave up on it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Damn, I better get him a couple of panels. <laughs> Still working on it. What did I say give up? <laughs> but in a sense of like, I'm just not going to be waiting for it anymore. If it happens, it happens. Because I was like with my first artist uh, for the unreleased but finished comic. Like a year went by and I just got tired of... Like I, I, I felt annoying by just being like, hey, by the way, because, you know, we're kind of... You know, we're not getting paid on a certain, you know, this is just a fun job. So, so it got to that point where... Kind of like running a comic book store. Yes. But yeah, you sent a, a page and some shots and some action stuff. And uh, it's been some time since I revisited, uh, but it looks like it's the end of what I wrote. So, so I remember we were at like page 11 out of roughly 18, I think it was going to be written for. Because I didn't know how long the thing was going to be. I just kind of wrote it in parts, not knowing if it was going to be like a webcomic release, you know, like a... So it's the complete collection. Yes. <laughs> but I figured uh, if it comes out to less than 20 pages or so, that might be one of those where I fill out the remaining pages of an actual issue of like the story, you know, a letters page and, you know, how Gene Guy became to be, you know, came to be and stuff. And so I had... Back matter stuff that I could flush it out because I didn't originally write it to be like, all right, that's going to be 20 to 22 pages. It was simply like, 
here's a batch, here's a batch, here's a batch. And I feel like this could be the ending of however many pages this is going to be. So, Well, it's like I, I tend to think of doing comics. I always have the mindset of series because that's most of what I read, you know, in getting into comics and everything. I read the ongoing series that uh, would just run for like a thousand issues plus. So I always kind of think of it like that. But, um, you know, then David had told me, you know, he, he thinks that I should do, you know, uh, do something with Man Cat, was a character that I had. And, um, and I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, maybe I should just do something. And I thought, you know, I don't really have, I mean, there are characters that I've done nothing with that I have, like, stories, um, but they're complicated, and I wouldn't be able to do the art. Man Cat's more of a fun thing where it can be drawn a little bit more cartoony and stuff in a style that I've done quite a bit of. Um, and I thought, I don't really have a lot for story. Uh, and he's like, why don't you just write, like, one issue? <laughs> Just do like a one, a one, a one shot, shot. done in one. And I thought, yeah, I guess I could do that. Rather than being like, how am I going to flesh this out to a hundred issues? Yeah. When am I going to have time to do that? I need to fill three omnibuses to be the complete collection. Um, <clears throat> I should do that too. Just put a one shot, like a like a thirty-two page one shot called the complete collection. <laughs> <laughs> the omnibus. <laughs> it's the man cat omnibus. You know, uh, character Spider Man started off as a one shot. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it's a one shot idea that for a canceled book, and and then a year later, yeah, this book's canceled. Just write whatever you want to write. Still thinking about Omnibus Prime. <laughs> I feel like he also has to turn into a bus, just because it's in the name. Probably makes sense. But any kind of bus. School bus, a Greyhound bus, a... a tour bus. A tour bus. A... Is there any other buses? Volkswagen bus. Oh. This is where I'll use Google. Mm. Types of buses. <clears throat> so we're almost on the eve of this new Avengers movie coming out. Hear that it's uh, coming out in theaters soon. I've heard that, yes. Yeah, yeah. Avengers Endgame. Well, we'll probably have to uh, wait a good long while before we really discuss it, though, because we don't want to spoil it for anybody. True. But, uh, yeah, I I have a feeling it's going to do pretty well in the theaters. Yeah. What's weird is that it's coming out so close to a Spider-Man movie. Like, normally they'll put a couple months in between at least, but, like, it's going to be days. Mm. Like, this Avengers movie is going to come out on Friday, and the early release of the Spider-Man movie is going to be that following Monday. It just seems kind of like a... Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Boy, seems like it hasn't even been that long since the last Avengers movie came out. Mm, what true. was that one called? Uh, Endgame, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And this one, I think, had an extra, like, subtitle or parentheses or something. Probably because, you know, they heard our discussion about naming things to differentiate it. They heard that conversation that was recorded, like, five minutes ago. Oh, like, this one will be Avengers Endgame 2019. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Part two. I think it was called like re-release or something. Avengers re-release. Kind of an odd title. Couldn't mean anything. At this point, it really could. 
<laughs> so, um, theories though, as to what this one will have that the previous one did not have. So, some sort of Stanley tribute, and that's a confirmed thing. Yeah. Which they also confirmed on the Blu-ray release, which is coming out in end of July digital and mid-August for Blu-ray. So I'm assuming whatever we see in theaters here, it's just going to be on video in a short month. <clears throat> and, uh, the other confirmed stuff that they're going to have is what? <clears throat> there's a deleted scene, but I don't think well, we there's... we don't know which one. Yeah, I don't think there's any confirmation. There is a list of deleted scenes on the new home release uh, information, so... I'm assuming just going to be one of those. I think it's confirmed that there's a sneak peek at Spider-Man, which, once again, is only three or four days away anyways. And I think there was still said to be a surprise. Still don't know what that means, but I've been kind of telling people that are kind of over-theorizing, and so I could see people being let down on being like, oh, that's what we went back for, just for the deleted scene, uh... 30 second stand tribute or something and then like I could see people being upset of like oh that's what I went back for without realizing well you also got to see a three hour movie that you supposedly already enjoyed anyways because you went back for what well, we might get like a like maybe a certain bench uh, that's with with an extended uh, journey yeah this is the bench edition um which I don't remember if any of that discussion has been on a podcast or not. But um, so the following, we could we could do this with spoilers. Yeah, we'll do spoilers for a movie that hasn't come out yet. Yeah, so this could possibly spoil Avengers Endgame re-release. Um, there's a moment where uh, the Hulk picks up a bench due to some frustration. He's possibly angry. And he chucks a bench across, like, a lake. But you don't hear a splash. You don't see it. It just it kind of goes off camera. And you're not really focused on where the bench is traveling. You're more so seeing this version of Hulk getting the most angry that we've seen him in this film. And uh, probably the most angry he's been in five years, presumably. And at the end of the movie, you may or may not see another character sitting on a bench, kind of in a same outside scenario, possibly maybe across the lake, um, sitting on a bench. So there's maybe a theory out there if maybe that character was sitting on the bench that Hulk threw early on in the film, which when I heard that online, somebody suggested that uh, months back, I just... Gave it a good laugh because A, it's not important, but B, it's funny. Just, <laughs> hey, there's a bench there. How did that get here? Hulk threw it across the lake. But you kind of want to find out that, you know, it is. Like, you want somebody to confirm or deny. Hashtag banner bench. Bench banner. Bench is bench by banner. So, unconfirmed things that could possibly be in this movie. The, the Deadpool thing was one one theory. Yeah, I threw out there thinking that uh, when they went back to shoot the PG-13 version of Deadpool, the either Once Upon a Deadpool or Wish Upon a Deadpool, I forget which one it is. It's one of the two. Watch another Deadpool. Yeah. Like 
they went back and filmed new stuff for a PG-13 cut, included some fun stuff with like Fred Savage. And so they filmed new stuff later on in the year. And knowing that the Disney Fox thing had been something for a while and they're just in the final stages, I could see them doing a fun surprise. You know, they have also pretty much confirmed that Ryan Reynolds is going to continue to be Deadpool. He's the only thing that's really been addressed when it comes to X-Men and Fantastic Four is that Deadpool is going to stay the same. Um, so not not a different you know, Deadpool, same Deadpool, not like um, the first movie uh, yeah. version of him, the, the Merc without a mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, Deadpool would be the only character that would fit story-wise that could actually survive a studio buyout where he could reference the fact that other movies had existed in other versions and characters and blah, blah, blah. He's the only one that would fit that character-wise of rather than, hey, we're going to have Patrick Stewart show up in the MCU. It's just like, okay, now you're really connecting all these other movies that they didn't make, but Deadpool seems like the one thing that they would have a, a character explanation for. Like, well, that's what Deadpool does. He calls things out. He breaks the fourth wall. So I was thinking that, hey, that would be fun if they did a 30-second spot of him reacting to him either being snapped away, showing up, you know, and now he knows about the MCU. That would be something I think fans would hear about and then be like, okay, I'm going to go back just to see that, even though they could watch it on YouTube, you know, probably. Sure, sure any of this stuff is going to show up on YouTube in no time. But. Or they could just uh, shoot a scene where he wakes up in bed and he looks up, and there's uh, some of the X-Men characters, but recast mm. by new actors. And he's like, guys, I just had a crazy dream. Yeah. <laughs> you were there, and you <laughs> were there. Or it's the Avengers, or it's Chris Evans. And he goes, you were there, but you were on fire. You know, Thanos was there, but he had a, his arm. Well, yeah, he had an arm. He had a messed up arm. So. It's weird, yeah, Josh Brolin. Assuming this happens in the Avengers re-release Endgame movie, that uh, Thanos had a had a well, charge. Well, he did have of, you know, yeah, like a metal thing mm-hmm. on it. Same arm too. Yeah, mm. a couple extra lines in his face. <laughs> but yeah, some other speculation, like knowing that we don't know the movie's coming out. You know, Black Widow's filming, but Eternals is in development, but. Black Widow is the only movie that we know of that's actively filming. But with San Diego Comic-Con and D23 coming up in July and August, respectively, most likely that's when we're getting the phase with all the logos and the dates and the cast and here's who's directing and everybody's on stage and Marvel, you know, wins San Diego like they usually do by unleashing everything in their Hall H panel on Saturday night. But wouldn't that be quite a Marvel thing to do? if they had a pre-recorded announcement that they threw at the end of Endgame and just, like, unveiled it there as one of their quote-unquote surprises, because that would be uh, something that would be new, something that Marvel would be innovative and be the first to do in that sense. But also that's a very big, like, a reach. That's just thinking way too big, which also kind of coincides with 
you know, are we going to see Wolverine? Are we going to see? I don't think any of that stuff's going to happen. If anything, it would be an announcement, a fun Deadpool thing, or just simply it was the Spider-Man scene, and then and then the movie ends. Well, it'd be kind of like having that post-credit scene that um, that you may or may not have had. Mm-hmm. It goes back to me just kind of telling some people who have asked me at work or in here, like, are you going to go see it? I'm like, yeah, I'm totally going to see it. Also, just letting those people know, just like, just remember you're also paying to see a, a three-hour movie that you've already most likely enjoyed. Because I could just see backlash of people being like, that was the same movie. Yeah, which, yeah. And it's all definitely used to get that one final push to pass Avatar, which it'll most likely happen. Especially with Spider-Man coming out, I think there's enough people that are either hyped or want to rewatch Endgame because maybe Spider-Man's going to have, you know, talk about the events of Endgame, maybe. I could I could kind of see that happening. Like if there's anything that happened in that prior movie that would affect the movie to come afterwards, so... And who knows, maybe... Well, presumably, Endgame might have explained why there even is a, another Spider-Man movie. Mm. Mm. Presumably. You would think. And then you maybe have people who already have their Spidey tickets, and then they get to the theater, didn't even know about the re-release, and all of a sudden they're like, hey, let's go see Endgame, because we just saw, you know... We just watched a movie that reacted to the movie we loved back in April. Hey, we can go see it again. And some might want to do that. And there might be some uh, reference to Endgame, and people are like, yeah, that sounds right, I forgot about that. We should go rewatch it and find out. So box office, it looks like Spider-Man will be coming in at number one, and uh, I'm guessing Endgame is probably going to come number two. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean to word it like that, but... Well, <laughs> on this podcast, you almost have to. Yeah, yeah. I would wonder, though, if uh, there's a lot of people will pick a movie to go see. They're not going to go see everything that's out at, you know, at a certain time. So I'm wondering, is it possible that the Endgame re-release, or continued release in some cases, yeah. um, may possibly hurt Spider-Man's uh, box office open? Choose one or the other. Um, or that Spider-Man would um, affect the sales of endgame tickets that they're hoping to get. And then you got Toy Story, which will be coming into its second week, which I can still see pretty strong, especially with the 4th of July holiday, people being off, being like, hey, we were busy, we didn't get to see Toy Story, so let's go now. Um, So Disney could possibly have the top three spots. And then you have the Annabelle movie, I think, that comes out, which I think has a big... Which, which is like another Toy Story. Yeah. Which, yeah, Child's Play, which is another Toy another Story. Another Toy Story. Um, but Annabelle could be the only thing that I would say, like, I don't know if that would even top a re-release of Endgame. Like, if there's... That could maybe be close, but I think between Annab- Annabelle, Endgame, and uh, <clears throat> Toy Story, got hiccups in the middle of explaining that. Um, needless to say, I think Disney will be okay. Maybe Annabelle's the only one that just has to worry about it, even though it's a different movie than those two. Right. The audience-wise, you know, there's going to be... Yeah, well, I guess, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I am curious 
because just like any movie affecting the uh, sales of any other movie, they're kind of pitting themselves against each other. Although, it could work the other way around. Maybe people go see Endgame, and then they get popped up, and like, well, now I've got to see Spider-Man yeah. Far From Home. Especially if they have a Spider-Man scene at the end. Because I could see them putting a very spoiler scene at the end of, end of Endgame to let people know, like, oh, yeah, we're you liked Endgame and you wish you had two more hours of it? Well, here, here's the next two hours of Endgame. Well, you know what would, would be kind of smart would be to do something with Spider-Man, but not something that's actually going to be in the movie. Just a little something extra ties one movie to the other. So what would naturally be an end credit scene, but we didn't get that at all. Something that wouldn't right, be right. could could do that could serve <laughs> as the beginning scene, you know, of uh, Spider Man. Something, something happening in between, but not putting, not having scenes from Spider Man, um, because then even when people are talking about it, and, and the spoilers are out as far as what they actually show, yeah, it would be smart for them to have something in there where. Once people find out what it actually was, they want to go see it. Yeah. Not, oh, is that all they had? I'm not going to bother them. And that's where the Deadpool thing would definitely be like, okay, i got to go see it now. Of course, something like that with, with, with Deadpool, you could almost see that, you know, being something that ends up on YouTube and, you know. Becomes a meme. And a, yeah. But for Deadpool completists out there. Yeah, if you want to get the uh, the complete collection, <laughs> um, collect them all in theaters now. The other thing uh, that I would love to see, if the fun extra, have it just be two minutes of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow trying to line up where all the MCU movies come out in order. Now, if you've seen some recent stuff about her interviews, now I'll say this by saying I like her acting, I like her movies, I like her interviews. Goop doesn't affect me one way or another because there's some weird stuff that has happened over at Goop. And uh, But when it comes to her acting career, I'm a fan of. She was on John Favreau's Chef Netflix show, and John had to tell her that she was in Spider-Man Homecoming because she thought that was like an Iron Man movie or from an Avengers movie. And... It's, a, it's pretty hilarious when you watch the clip. I'm sure you can see it online. But like, I don't know. I showed up. They filmed me. <laughs> I went home. Well, that's just it, too. You know, you just do that for, like, you know, an hour or two. And But it's hilarious that rather than her being like, oh, is that what it was? Like, she was just like, I wasn't in Spider-Man. She was like... <laughs> I don't know. They just filmed all these scenes back to back. I don't know which movies they went in. And then it has brought up recently, too, that... Uh, because I'm assuming she's in the. the she's next... already filmed, you know, her <laughs> her scenes for the next ten MCU appearances that she, she may or may up. not even be in. She goes, "What's a Deadpool? I'm in it." Okay, but she hasn't seen Endgame yet. That was the other news that broke recently. So she's one of the few people that haven't. You think she's gonna see? <laughs> Is she gonna be spoiled? The, this one, the new Spider-Man or the re-release? The re-release, <laughs> but. There were some jokes going around being, I want to see a video where Gwyneth Paltrow, because they do some fun we things. We tried to beat Avatar, but we were short by one Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> ticket. 
<laughs> Sorry, God. <laughs> um, she they, they've done that with other like advertising Endgame where they took some of the MCU actors and they got all of the twenty two movies and they had to put them in order and it was a fun five minute video to watch on some talk show thing or something. And so somebody's like, I want to see that, but just Gwyneth Paltrow, right? <laughs> well, because even fans like we've we've talked about it, and like uh, you, me, and Kurt together a couple of times have sat here and we're like, no, this one came first, and then and we're kind of getting screwed up. And that's the three of us working together, so I could definitely someone like Gwyneth Paltrow uh, really struggling. <laughs> that was a movie, especially if she doesn't know if she's in them or not. So, so yeah, if it was that, I would. I would go back a second time to the re-release if that was one of the end clips. So. Like there was a Captain Marvel? <laughs> was I Captain Marvel? Is that what happened at the end of Iron Man 3? Was that my name? Yeah. <laughs> she probably wouldn't know. <laughs> I was Iron Marvel. Captain Iron Marvel. Girl, man, woman, cat, bad cat woman, man, cat. <laughs> Oh, wait, that's something else. That that would be so funny if she actually (laughs) heard about this Captain Marvel movie and was like, yeah, finally, I'm getting my own. (laughs) I finally get to headline one of these. Captain Marvel rescues the MCU. Wait, what? Rescue? But that's why I wanted to say all that stuff that I like her in her movies and her interviews because the following couple of minutes was going to be making fun of her, you know? (laughs) It's like when people, when fans get too upset when actors haven't read the comic books or something, or like if somebody who was in Star Wars never saw any of the other Star Wars, like, okay, it seems crazy because it's a big pop culture film, but also it's like, well, I don't at all expect uh, Tom Holland to read 50, 60 years of Spider-Man comics to qualify playing the character. He doesn't have to read one. It's just, you know, that's his job is to play the character. Hey, hey. Hey. Hello. Get my speed I guess I'm going to have to sit over there. Yeah, wait, <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll have to switch things around here a little bit. I don't care. How's it going? Oh, you're in for your... Yeah, he's actually infinity? got some stuff to pick up. Yeah, probably have all sorts of stuff. Maybe. Have up to three items. And then uh, Ignited, Red Sonja... <laughs> want some Doctor Who, some Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty, that's right. I may have some Rick and Morty uh, order for a friend. So I'm just going to set this aside as a reminder before we close up. Because I'm going to look into it. I actually have time to chill today. Especially when it's so hot outside, right? Yeah, it's nice and cool in here. Were you guys mid-conversation? Did I interrupt something? No, we're kind of... It ruled the whole thing. But... Dang it! Yeah, Edit this now, out. Now we got to start over. Are you not recording? Or? Yeah, we are. Oh, okay. we are recording. Oh, we are kind of wrapped up. With, oh, with whatever. We basically talked Spider-Man movies and Endgame re-release, and we're just talking about all of that stuff. Yeah, how do you feel about that uh, Endgame re-release well, business? I'll be there on Friday, so. Will you? <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about going. I'm not sure. Were you just local here? Um, or, um... Well, the one other thing. Do you see that they're giving away some posters? This is like while supplies last, select locations. It's a it's a picture of the gauntlet, but it may look different. So for people that haven't seen the first version of Endgame, oh. this Infinity Gauntlet may have a different look to it. So it's that, and it's weird that we're still just shuffling around spoilers. But uh, 
Oh. Even though we did say that we would have some spoilers. Yeah. I, I still feel like even someone said it today at work, like, said something about a character and kind of allowed, and while it's been many, uh, many of months and uh, many billion dollars later, but it's just like, <laughs> I still like, you know, there might be somebody that just yeah, didn't I, see it yet. I still, like, I think... I think being around you guys it made me more conscious of that stuff. Like maybe somebody yes, like how you can't talk about Venom. Uh, what, right, how I can't, I still can't <laughs> talk about Venom. What, what other things do you think you might have here? Just so. Uh, so I might have an Infinity Watch, Wolverine Infinity Watch, if the new one came out. Uh, last week. Yep. So I got, if you weren't got here, one of those then... coming. I think I have a Stranger Things coming. If I made it within the yeah, a lot of number two, number two, yes. Yeah, a number two. Why? Well, I had one of those earlier. <laughs> From McDonald's? I just tried to class up the podcast. Yeah, okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see, where was it from? No, you, you get a number two. Burger King, after, of course. After McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I should have said Burger King because you usually come in here with Burger King related products. That's usually because it's on the way back from college, but since uh, summer, from, I come from, from home. Burger College? Yeah, from Burger. That's Burger right. College. He's oh. the Burger College King. Oh, Jughead might have something to say about that. And that that, uh, that should be, be it. Because yeah. you said up to three, that is three. You can't, that is three. You can't go over three. I can't go back anymore. That's, that's one of the rules here at the Crimson Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure that's all I get. Three. <laughs> I'm just typing a text. And no, no, I was just waiting for this impregnant pause. Because he's going to have to edit that out later. And, uh... <laughs> Like, damn it. What if you put that impregnant pause into like a cup of water or something? Yeah, that's what, I was just going to say, wait, did he say pregnant? <laughs> that, you'll have to listen back to the early part of this episode to see that amazing callback. Oh, sweet. I am very excited. I'm disappointed I didn't get off work sooner. <laughs> yes, we, we discussed my pregnancy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been one of those growing too. Give me nine months. <clears throat> I'm also going to go see yesterday, but tomorrow. Yeah? Yep. You're going to see yesterday tomorrow. I thought about that one, you know? Growing up, I was a big Beatles fan. And then you grew up? And I grew up, and I think a little bit. I wouldn't call myself a Beatles fan. I wouldn't not call myself a Beatles fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I probably own their greatest hits somewhere, just because those are the songs I know and hear and I want. Yep. Lily James is a co-star. I'm guessing she might not have a big role in there, because it's focused on the dude who... Gets in an accident, and he's the only one who remembers the Beatles. Yep, yep. And he kind of takes advantage of that and basically plays all their songs and becomes a international superstar, and everyone's just in awe of that he's coming out with hit after hit after hit and uh-huh. kind of capitalizing on the fact that he's the only one that has heard those songs and knows who they are and... uh I like that concept of movie regardless of whatever the music was. So even if it was like, I, I, can, I wouldn't even be able to name a band that I hate, like in a sense of like, I turn off their music when I hear it or something. Most of the time, I just don't even know who's singing it anyways. So it could be anybody. It could be, name your favorite band. I know your favorite band. I don't have favorite band, Okay. Really. So let's say this movie was revolved. Sorry. Chili peppers, yeah. okay. Which is funny because usually I have a really hard time picking a favorite anything. I do have a favorite thing. Yeah, interesting. 
want to guess before I reveal what No, we should like let this play out for like several weeks before we <laughs> yeah. announce it on a, yeah, we'll, on we'll a later blast. podcast. We'll, my favorite, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll start to, you should have a whiteboard on here. There we we'll go. put votes and, or you can make it into a poll. Mm-hmm. And about 10 episodes later, <laughs> we'll... That's right. We'll release the results. Let's use Red Hot Chili Peppers as an example. Mm-hmm. It could have the same premise, but Red Hot Pili- Pili Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> Let me write something down quick. <laughs> um, <laughs> you need to write that uh, to, to get. Uh, are you coming back to this squeaky chair? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> oh. It's all yours. Are you but, coming back to the squeaky chair? <laughs> wasn't squeaking until right now. Um, well, last time I sat it, the squeak was gone. It's been so long. I have to just uh, get all of this. It's been so long that the squeak was gone. <clears throat> Anyways, it could be Red Hot Chili Peppers as the soundtrack that the guy remembers. And I would still just be as excited because I like the premise of that very original concept of one guy just being the only person to remember a specific band of music. So I have a question for you then. If you took the same premise, yeah, and you were the guy, yeah, who couldn't remember one thing, and this is a movie, let's say, or maybe it's real life, what would you want it to be that you think you could capitalize on with the same premise? And not just music, but just anything. Thing. It could be. Well, anything. I'd actually have to be a talented Being. musician still right. to pull off. Well, it doesn't but, have like, to be music. I know. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, even I have an idea. even in the same, <laughs> in the same prime premise, location for it, <laughs> even the same premise. Yeah, yeah. If it were me that was the only one in the world that remembered the Beatles, yeah, I would also have to have the talent to pull mm. off playing oh. it and whatever. Well, which right. I don't. You know, my my musical uh, abilities are very limited. Well, let's say it's not music. Let's say it's anything that you think you have, like. I've got my answer. <laughs> Most of my abilities are limited. <laughs> um, you would have. I have a. I probably yeah. know what his is exactly. Like, like maybe I would. Uh, I've got create Superman. Right. Or, exactly. Like, let's say you know. Yeah. Who do you think? Do you think you have the edge on Superman? Although you know that you just started writing Superman. You know enough about Superman. Well, that just said, he would have still read every Superman, kind of like how he had listened yeah, to every Beatles like, song. Oh, right. So yeah, every cool. Superman comic that exists, he could just recreate so, those stories. Right. Let's right. say maybe That's you may not have the doing. artistic talent, but you remember the storyline, you know? Because the storyline well, for Superman could Well, be... I've got enough artistic ability to probably recreate the Golden Age. Uh... Oh, see? <laughs> so that's something. What about you? So my answer was strictly Stan Lee, but... Because that would include everything. Hmm. Do you have enough knowledge base to recreate everything Stanley did? <laughs> See, <laughs> enough to I mean, capitalize. Yeah, 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 that's true. And this is this is the one thing I have a backup answer that uh, would be a more foolproof way of capitalizing. Because if I pick Stanley, I'm also going to need a Jack Kirby type. Which, sure, I can go and handpick a current artist that's out there and be like, "Here's some ideas. Can you draw it?" But would all of that stuff be you know, could you get it across to him? And I've I've actually thought about that too. Actually, even in music, before this movie came out, there have been plenty of times because I've been in bands in the past 
where I'd listened to a song and I thought, wow, if I knew this song now, it'd be great to be able to go back in time and be like, and put it out before they did and just like, you know, and imagine how that would be. The problem with that is me playing that hit song back then would not be a hit. You know, mm-hmm. I would actually have to have other yeah. people that are talented enough. Like I could perform with a band. I pull it off but they would have to I would be I would have to get those ideas across to other people just like you would have to get those ideas across to an artist because you yourself while you could write the stuff that Jim Lee wrote knowing Stan what or yeah Stan yeah I just said mm-hmm. Jim Lee right um, I'm thinking artist I'd basically I'd maybe even go to Jim Lee because right. I because Kirby wouldn't be alive in that world it's not like you just go oh, back no, no. let's say Kirby was alive <laughs> well if Kirby was then yes but in the in the premise of this movie, like oh, it's current well, day. You, and well, you have to keep in right, mind though. Yeah. Okay. You need somebody talented enough to pull it off, but without it, the ego that would want to kind of take it over and yeah. be like, oh no, I think that Spider Man should look like this, and and he's completely different, and then it's not hit. But humble up and comer. E- even if you were able to pull that That's off, the, the, the other question is when it comes to something like you know if you just introduced Superman right now, or you introduced that stuff, we're in a much different time. Would it, if you did that now, would it have that same effect and take off like it did? Be like, you're just copying Brightburn, that movie that just came out. (laughs) I think. But the thing is, those things wouldn't wouldn't exist. You wouldn't have a lot of the superheroes that you have now. Fair enough. You wouldn't have. That's true. Um be a lot of implicit things that didn't happen. Plus, with the comics thing, not only finding an artist, you definitely have to create an independent level because writers have it harder to break into comics because of like you know they don't accept a lot of like writing samples and this and that. Like you really have to just make your own independent stuff and kind of fall into luck, especially back in the old days. But so I don't think I'd be able to be like, hey, tell tell DC Comics being like, hey, or Image, let's say. I've got an idea for 20 superhero characters that are just going to be like, well, who are you? Like, you know, just some rent and you're just a fan. Yeah, we, we get fan submissions all the time. I would have to create it independently with most likely a very unknown artist that, sure, I can seek out and just be like, okay, this is some talent. We could do a Kickstarter, this and that. My more realistic backup answer would just be Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Because that's something, how you asked me, would I be able to recreate like Marvel stories and this and that? I'd be able to recreate all 144 episodes of Buffy. Because <laughs> I know those like... This, and I don't need... I just need actors, but I have all the story. I don't need like... There's a lot of great actors in the world right. that I... And I wouldn't necessarily go to like Sarah Michelle Gellar or something, but like... Right. See, that's the problem with most of these ideas is you still rely on other people. Because you get... The, you get the wrong yeah. actress playing the lead, or even even any of the uh, um, the supporting cast members. If they're wrong and it doesn't work, you know. Next thing you know, it's it's not the the same as it was. It's not coming out the same way. You know, you might have some something that goes wrong. An actor that's like, you know what? I'm breaking my contract. I don't like this anymore. I'm going off to do uh, movies. And, Whereas, and, and things like that, then you can either recast or suddenly you're finding yourself having to now change the story to yeah. 
you know, to incorporate those changes and like, okay, well now I don't have that character. How about just invent pizza? <laughs> <laughs> that seems less complicated in a sense. There you go. No, yeah, because pizza, pizza is timeless. That, that actually... Cheese on round bread. It's going to be big. That's actually the Buffy line, which I created. Yeah. <laughs> See, I could do that. I'd be like, hey, nobody's ever had pizza before. It's easy. You know, I just uh, oh, pick it up at the store and Can stick you? it in the oven and... Oh, wait. Yeah. No, see, you, Did you, you, create need, you need to know how to how to cook. Yeah, but if but it's it's not that difficult to do. I mean, you are going to have to come up with some sort of dough or whatever and be able to uh, to work it into it. Yeah, but, but you but, probably but what have we the all know about pizza, pizza is even bad pizza is still pizza. Yeah, know? that's right. Um, Can't imagine like all the people in the world like you know someone was like maybe I should make this thing round. Whatever the thing was at the time, nah, I'll just make it square. So pizza just never came around. Like if you think about like the history of what would have had to have happened, that's the step they missed. Like, just a, they're just like, oh, work. Yeah. didn't work because it was square. Or yeah, we'll, pizza we'll, pie we'll, doesn't we'll exist. We'll try putting some sauce and dough on top of some cheese, and we'll stick it in the oven. And yeah, it just didn't work <laughs> that way. Just got these little like, oh, these rolls, these like pizza rolls or something. So hey, then you invented pizza rolls. Like, what about that? Pizza's already been invented, but you're like, you know what? I'm just going to create pizza rolls. You're set for life. Mm-hmm. Or Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. All the ingredients exist. It's just you're going to put it into a little... Uh, but nobody's ever put it in that form before. Yeah. You know, suddenly you wake up in a world and you're like, what do you mean you've never heard of Hot Pockets? Yeah. Are you trying to hit <laughs> on me? <laughs> Hey there, Hot Pockets. <laughs> They've got calzones, but just not Hot That's Pockets. That's a good episode title. <laughs> yeah. Calzones exist. It just didn't minor- miniaturize it. Calzone, but smaller and faster. And less good. Compared to calzone. Yeah. Hot Pockets are good, but... Well, what came first, Hot Pocket or Calzone? Is calzone a relatively... I think the chicken egg came first. <laughs> Would you have to Other recreate all the pizza joints that exist? Oh, man. Like, you'd have to make your own pizza you, joint. No, well, well, you you made what would you everyone else? You everyone else is inspired. Own. And then, <laughs> right. yeah, which one works? But essentially... It, it depends. I mean... You, would you I call mean, it Pizza Hut, or would you call you, it... You've got, like... Come on, you, Anthony's Pizza. I mean, that's that sounds all Tony's Pizza. Italian. Yeah, Tony's, Tony's Pizza. Right? <laughs> oh my just... gosh, he, he's got it. I think there is a Tony's Pizza, isn't there? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. See, so but yeah, that, which is why he did Tony's camera rolls. Instead of photo rolls. <laughs> Let's pretend I planned that the whole time. <laughs> what would you what would you call your pizza joint? I, I don't know. I, I want. I really want to flush this out. I really want to flush it out. If I was doing pizza, yeah, because David's uh, pizza, yeah, yeah. P- pizza dome, pizza dome. I just keep trying to think, how does <laughs> David fit into a? I'm trying to like rework his name, but oh, yeah. Lloyd's pizza still doesn't work. Pizza Lloyd. Lloyd? Did it. No. See, my my last name is not a a name that's very catchy. Nobody's gonna name anything with my last name. Should rearrange the letters again. It sounds it sounds like you're saying Lloyd with a mouthful. I'm guessing you yeah. probably have. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've used that Lloyd. one before. <laughs> um, you need to drink a water. <laughs> you can rearrange your letters and, and just remove 
Is it Y or I? Gold, gold pizza. Loggins. Did you say what your item was? Oh, I I didn't have one. I (laughs) I don't think I know enough. Like, I know a few things about a lot of things, but not enough about a singular concept. What about Guardians of the Galaxy? No, I do not have enough of a hold on that one. (laughs) Um, I am reading through them, but um, I currently am missing all the further back and the forward stuff. Yeah. Somewhere in the middle. And maybe you can... I could I could probably pull off, like, if for some reason I woke up one day and like, nobody's ever heard of an alcoholic beverage of any kind before. Oh, oh my gosh. Boy. You know. Man. I could do that. I made some pretty good meat, so... The world would be so different. Like, Although my last two batches did. What would the world look like with no alcohol? I can't even imagine. How many ideas were not, like, thought up why they were drunk? Right. <laughs> Beer pong like pizza rolls. Like pizza rolls were probably not like a lot of the pizza items. How many people? pizza was probably not? Gonna, you know, it's just some drunken Italian guy. Hey, I'm just gonna throw this on some dough, and you know, this will be quick. Something was without a alcohol, alcohol. How many people would never have been told by a friend that they loved them? Mm. Um, yeah, you wouldn't have the "I love you, man." <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna change my answer. I'm gonna create Paul Rudd. <laughs> Everyone loves him. How can you just create him? I mean, and then I get all yeah. <laughs> I'm his dad. I'm Paul Rudd's dad. Hey, hey, hey I, want I get all the all up his mouth. You don't know me, but I get all the glory and fame of being able to tell my friends, "Yeah, that's my son." <laughs> I should have shot a little higher, but I'm sure he would give me do, money. Do you think Paul Rudd's parents? You know, that's their thing. Like, that's what they're known for. Everybody knows them as, hey, they created Paul Rudd. <laughs> I was trying to think of the world the without Paul Rudd and what you would have to do currently to, to make a Paul Rudd. You had to go find Paul Rudd's that, former see, that, mom. And that, that sounds like something like you came out of the bathroom and just said, I, I made a Paul Rudd. <laughs> Don't go in there. <laughs> see, Paul Rudd would be his stage name. Paul Latch would be his real name. I can go to the bathroom. Is it number one or number Rudd? <laughs> what are you doing in there? <laughs> Slapping the bass. Slapping the bass, man. <laughs> Slapping the bass. <laughs> Wasn't there a book, basically, about this whole concept? Somebody just read it. Wasn't it like called A Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court or something like that? Or the movie renamed a kid in King oh, Arthur's Court. Oh, I'd have to Court. touch those three. Oh, yeah, the one that yeah, just came out in January. This is basically the same yeah. concept. That kid went back and, like... Invented things. As, as Is that right? Say we, we have a comic of that over here, but I have oh, to touch him. That's right. Because <laughs> he just found Excalibur. I, I just go, I haven't seen it, but uh, just off the trailer. Or did he just like? I don't remember. Uh, it's kind of a similar premise. I read most of that book and then I stopped for some reason. But the guy was like inventing like uh, drive-throughs and. Here's a more achievable like one item. That you could probably like retire off of if you were the guy that created the cronut, the croissant donut, right? That was a big thing in New York. Because both of the. I am not, not in New York. No. Neither do I. Or the muffin top muffin. There you go. Everyone's <laughs> uh, just eating full muffins around here. Yeah. The cronut took two of the items. See, see a cronut just sounds like <laughs> just something, something completely different from what you're. <laughs> About to it's a wildly popular combination that like 
they had a limited batch in like, you know, the New York City and people would just line up around the block and they'd just run out and people wouldn't be able to get their cronuts. Get your hot roasted cronuts yeah. here. Yeah. But like you're taking two existing <laughs> no one would want to know where those came from. So you're taking two <laughs> existing items that already exist mm. and so you already you don't have to make the actual thing. You just have the idea of like I'm going to invent cronut and then sell it to uh Krispy Kreme and then I'm going to go live in Hawaii. So and it seems like the most simplest cuz then you don't have to write stories. You don't have to do this like all this work that may seem like fun but it may become work cuz you're got to meet deadlines and still impress people. If you came up with a cronut, you're simply just like I'm going to combine that with that it's cold. People are going to line up for it. I'll, I'll you just have idea. a list of food items that haven't been made that you can make. Would you, you know, do now? As the, as the money runs. See, first you, you do the yeah. hot pocket. Yeah. Okay? And, the and then you're like, you know what would be better? A smaller <laughs> version. We'll do pizza rolls. Yeah. Okay. So, so well, no, you would just so have to do the entire bur- evolution. When, when you're from the pizza, food. you get the pizza all the way down. Pizza bites. Yeah, you get them all. You know like mini pizzas. That's how I like the calzone, all the way down. Then the hot pocket. Then the pizza bites. I don't know what's smaller than a pizza bite. Combo pizza rolls. Pizza roll, sorry. Combo pizza, roll. pizza oh, yeah, combos. Combos. Pizza bits. See now that you could do. I think that has like a whole family of pizza. And then pizza items. seasoning. It ends at pizza seasoning. Then they probably doesn't have breadsticks. <laughs> breadsticks probably didn't exist either. Then. Well, they. Circles with like pasta. That's true. Well, out of all those suggestions, great. Yeah, you invent pizza, pizza sticks. You know, like breadsticks. Mm-hmm. Then you can uh, then you can invent Olive Garden. And when you're here, your family. Can you even get a pizza at Olive Garden? I don't know, but you can get that. I've actually never been. What? I think everyone I and their been, mom thought that I, I've been to Olive Garden. Perkins twice. was going to be in Well. Uh, Washington County Insider had posted things oh. speculating about it several times. Didn't they? But I think what it stemmed from is somebody like photoshopped Perkins with the Olive Garden <laughs> on it, and it actually got put out as fake news. <laughs> I'm going to read the history of the Corona, but this is what it looks oh my like. Gosh, I don't Man. know how I feel about that. Is it? I feel like so, the savory things. Kind of looks like a big thick donut. It looks like a croissant with some donut frosting. So a cronut is a croissant donut pastry invented by New York City pastry chef Dominique Ansel of Dominique Ansel Bakery. Uh, The pastry resembles a donut and is made from croissant-like dough, which is filled with flavored cream and fried in uh, grapeseed oil. A trademark was registered for the name cronut, blah, blah, blah. And it's as simple as that being like taking those two things that already exist, I'm going to combine it. It's going to be a craze. I'm going to sell, trademark the name. I'm going to retire off the millions that I sold it for. I don't care what happens to Cronut now because I'm living a whole, in Hawaii sipping my ties that I also created. I feel like that's not enough. I don't think a Cronut. Yeah. Retire off. I mean, like, no, I don't mean, think so. I've heard of them. Like, yeah. So they've been around since 2013. People think you're selling off Brandon Lee's testicles. Like, maybe if it was, like, a Reese's peanut butter cup. Like, peanut butter and chocolate combined wasn't a thing. You got my peanut butter and your chocolate and get my chocolate and your peanut butter. That's right. Like, or peanut butter and jelly. You got my peanut butter and your peanut butter. Oh. 
I'm gonna put the same thing. I'm gonna research this guy that did that. Yes, I want to be proven wrong. And I, I want to just see where this was guy... because he had like a famous bakery already. Oh, look at this! He died from eating a cronut. What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's still living. Um, early life career. So I mean, he is a chef, but I'm going with the idea of like I don't want to learn to become a chef. I'm just. It's an invention of the Corona in 2013. It's a widely publicized phenomenon. Mm-hmm. That's what it's referred to as. Mm-hmm. It's a phenomenon. Like, phenomenon. Like, like the whole <laughs> when, town when saw some strange lights I'm in sorry. the sky. When did he invent it? 2013. 2013. So it's been around for six years. And I've never heard of it. Well, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. So... Let's speculate on the amount of very people that go phenomenon. into New York, New York City. Yep. To this guy's place to buy a cronut. How much do you think the cronut is? Five dollars. They could probably sell them at ten bucks. Probably it's probably now it's famous because I, I mean there's places that I'm sure sell regular donuts for five. Okay. Okay. So let's say I mean, ten dollars. Starbucks for, coffee can get up to like. What, eight bucks probably? Oh, more than that, probably. See, I don't even go, so that was just me guessing. So they could easily... I'm going to try to find that info on how much it costs and if this guy didn't die from it. Really? He's still alive. Get some back of the napkin, like, all right. Say you sold, like, 500 a day. I think that's being, like, very overestimating. This guy says here there's uh, more up uh, up his sleeve than just cronuts. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, a, I'm up to my I'm up to my sleeve and cronuts. That's a pretty sizable chunk of money. Goes five hundred. Let's say it's round about two fifty a day. That's just my sleeves. We haven't even gotten into my pants yet. So twenty five hundred dollars per day, cronuts alone. Multiply that by three hundred. So is this? I'm rounding down for you, bad days. Is this the only place that you can buy cronuts? <clears throat> um, I'm gonna try to. Or does he license them to other? Yeah, I'm going to try to... Dunkin' Cronuts. (laughs) Pretty pretty solid chunk of change. I'm going to try to find... 750,000. Information here. Oh, hey, look at this. Um, Three years. No. Krispy Kreme Cronuts. Apparently they were $5 each. Uh Oh. Cronut Delivery uh, Service launches in Manhattan, charging... Okay, it just took me to the article. Some Uber driver's like, you know what? Instead of taking people to get the cronuts, why don't I just take the cronuts to the people? A new white glove delivery service is pushing the sweet treats for $100 a pop, hand-delivering orders from, from the bakery to any location in Manhattan. I'm assuming this is from 20, yep, it's from 2013. So somebody wanted to cat, capitalize on that. By saying, you don't have to wait in line. If you give me a hundred bucks, I'll do all the waiting for you. I think I'll wait in line and pay the five bucks. <laughs> and even that's kind of iffy. If he sold um, 250 a day in every day for um, for six years, it's about 540,000 chromats. And then all you got to do is tack on a dollar amount on that. As soon as you do that, like if it's five dollars times five, it's two million seven hundred thousand dollars. Is that enough to go live in Hawaii? 
I don't necessarily need to live in Hawaii. I just I can just be in the same place I'm at right now, but just don't have to go to work. Hawaii was just like I created cronuts. See you later. I'm going. Although to Hawaii. if you live in Hawaii, a gallon of milk's going to cost more than that cronut. Well, I can just That's get true. it from a coconut, right? You just live right. off the land and just live on the beach, and it's been. You could live in a tiny house or a, uh, a van. Pizza hut. <laughs> um that's where i create tony's pizza um i asked are cronuts still popular it's been six years and amazingly cronuts are still a thing in 2013 people waited on, online for hours to spend five dollars on these it, it's 2013 this, this is 2019 what's it i, I said but that's 2013 so are they still a thing? And it's saying, well, in 2013... Well, it's saying what, what, where it originated from. Oh, okay. So, right, it's been, it, the, the article says it's been five years, because it was printed last year. It's been five years, and amazingly, cronuts are still a thing. Okay. In 2013, people waited online for hours, blah, blah, blah. It says, a pro tip, if you order online, you can pick up six cronuts at a time. So I'm wondering if this delivery, I don't know if that's a new thing, or if the delivery guy was doing that and then selling them for... Where can you get cronuts? Or, or you have to drop, you know, $600 to get half a dozen cronuts. <laughs> okay, there are, it says, here are the six of the best cronut places in New York City. So my original plan was saying that I come up with the recipe because I'm not the guy making it, because I wouldn't be able to make a cronut myself. I would just be like, hey, I have this idea. Why don't you combine a croissant, a croissant with a donut? I tell that to a chef and... We split the profits. I go live in Barton, right down the road from Crimson Cull. Uh, let's see. I wonder how many people spend the hundred dollars for the delivery. I was gonna pay the rent, but then I decided to get cronuts for the kids. You know. Apparently, this guy's cronut changes flavors every month. Well, I would imagine that you know you keep it sitting around for a month, and it's gonna taste a little <laughs> different. I'm going to guess it's a different themed flavor rather than a leaving it sit out. Dunkin' Donuts has released a croissant donut, though the company denies it is copying the famous New York bakery. Um, theirs is just covered in a simple glaze. What is the new cronut? See, the, this thing is just being invented. Like, I just have all the royalties in place. I, cre- I, I know that. <laughs> how, much, how much? Like 10%? 20%? Royalties, because the guy's doing all the work. You just had the idea. And actually, Krispy so, Kreme could put it out, but they just have to spell Krona for the K. K yes. Or if they reverse the first and last halves of each word or whatever, instead of Krona, it'd have to be Jona. Desant. Desant. It's a Desant. It's a Desant. Um, it's a car name. Yeah, that, it does sound like a car name. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a, a sedan. The new Chrysler Descent. Apparently, people are selling cronuts on eBay too. So, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I don't think you'd be getting any royalties from that. that that's where I want to get mine from. You have to file your lawsuit, <laughs> lose all your money. All I gotta say is me just being in touch with like celebrities and news and watching like I've watched a lot of Conan and Fallon and all these talk shows. That's most likely where I've heard about Cronut first because you know, like, hey, you hear this in the news, you know. They're, Jay Leno. Hey, you're this in the news. You got a, a, a croissant and a donut. That sounds like a movement. Cronut first. The what? Sounds like a movement. Cronut first. Cronut first. Hashtag. I, let's make cronuts great again. <laughs> uh, doesn't it look great enough? <laughs> so it's been 
six years now. Cronuts are still a thing. People still love them. If I was in New York City, I mean, that thing to me looked crazy awesome. I bet you that's... I bet you that's Cronut. Can, can you get like a jelly-filled Cronut? Was it? Can you get like a jelly-filled Cronut? I think so, because I think it said there was stuff inside. Yeah. As soon as you fill it with something, I'm sure. I don't know how I feel about this Cronut idea at all. What I mean, if I just create donuts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, Cronut, I was looking on the most simplest way of being like, here's you a combination. You create donuts, I'll create croissants. And then Jacob steals our idea. <laughs> and he now has a, a Pizza Hut in hey, Hawaii. All three of us win. <laughs> I don't need such a luxur- <laughs> luxurious croissant. <laughs> I don't need a life of luxury. I just need this idea it's that... You enough money buy a brand new croissant. <laughs> so a Toyota croissant. <laughs> Get myself a... Of- Hawaii. I get a brand new 2020 Toyota Descent. <laughs> is it a sedan? Is it a sedan a, a Descent? Yeah. <laughs> I think a, Des- a Descent definitely sounds like it would be a sedan. Oh, boy. A really boxy one. It just sounds like a really boxy sedan. Like, it's not even fun to look at. <laughs> Want to know the craziest thing? I'm not even that big of a donut guy. <laughs> I'll have one if it's there. I'll say this. I'll, I'd have one if it was made out of a croissant. Oh, <laughs> see, there we go. If I were to go and buy, like, I work at Piggly Wiggly, we have fresh donuts. I could literally have a donut, a fresh donut every day. There are people that, you know, employees and same customers. Rodney is somebody that I often see getting his bag of donuts on his way to work and stuff. And, uh, and <laughs> that was such a, you were like a big, Chiming in, like, and then I was still talking, and then you stopped. What were you going to say? Nothing. You're like, you're making it sound like he's eating all these donuts to himself. I was like, he probably shares them. I mean, I'm not sure what's... Rodney the benefit of the doubt. Normally we know what's in Rodney's bag, because he unleashes it on the Comic Club podcast. (laughs) I never check his donuts out. (laughs) I'm never checking out his cronuts. All I know is that he has a white... He's got cronuts in his... (laughs) bag <laughs> um but i would say being at a grocery store with fresh donuts you know six seven days a week i maybe buy a donut twice a year and that's that's overshooting it wow <laughs> only twice really you don't get like if a that, like sometimes a box some, of like he takes off the new year yeah. with a, a donut and then about halfway through you get that right about now but like I do love them, I'm just not, I'm just not addicted to them. I guess sometimes people will buy like, hey, I'm buying a donut. You want one? I'm like, all right, I'll take one. Sometimes it'll be like a day old donut box in the break room. Okay, I'll have one. But I actively maybe buy one donut a year. Mm. But if I invented Cronuts, he only buys donuts at least about one. twice a year. He oh, eats boy. them about three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> There's just donuts everywhere. You, just... <laughs> you can Wait. eat that? <laughs> what hey, you, what's your definition buy? of donut? <laughs> <laughs> Mine are the literal... Actually, when I was going to say the nuts off of a dough, but that wouldn't... <laughs> That's what makes them dough. Eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. That's... <laughs> They're buck nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say... You, 
donuts from a doe. Like, well, a doe is a female deer. Like, well, not before. <laughs> yeah, before I came along. After I came along? I don't know. Buck nuts. <laughs> you get two donuts for a buck? <laughs> I, I highly suggest getting two, though, so balance it out a little bit so but that i'm my final answer is not stanley not joss whedon great and buffy but i just came up with the idea of cronut and i'm just going to retire softly and quietly in a small place where i can just read comics all day and over here in uh, west bend wisconsin what happened to anthony <laughs> oh you retired you oh, he invented the cronut the what well, must be here <laughs> what well, see, it wouldn't be New York City. It would be right. everyone would be coming to Bart. Well, but would it really take off here? Or would it? I don't know. Cheese curds took off here, didn't they? Maybe not here. Is that where they... I'm assuming that's where they originated. <laughs> Welcome to Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles. <laughs> home of the cheese curd. <laughs> Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles and curds. Just rolls off the tongue. Curds and Collectibles. You just drop the comics and you're just sticking. It's just Crimson Call Curds and Collectibles. And the collectibles are collectible items. Welcome to the Crimson Curd. Curds. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the Crimson. <laughs> yeah. Now, while Flanagan at the Secret Stash will answer the phone just going, Comics. So you can just answer, Curds. What? Kurt? Is that you? <laughs> so, oh, I, Kurt's I, Kurt's. Maybe I should just answer it like that. I. Because I answer the phone at my job, and I have a similar answer when I answer the phone here. Now, I've only screwed up one time, unbelievably, because there are many times I thought I was going to answer the phone wrong. There's only one time, and it was here, not at my job, that I answered the phone wrong, and I answered it with my (laughs) business name rather than the, the store name. Oh, uh, sorry, you got the wrong number. <laughs> so I know a little bit about the Crimson Cowell like storyline um, from I think episode one, I think. And <clears throat> so what would be the origin story of the Crimson Cowell and Curds <laughs> <laughs> store? Uh, <laughs> you like were fighting some guy, and like it was in yeah, a cheese yeah, place yeah. where they were. Me, yeah. me and Kurt, we were all suited up and you know, wearing our masks and everything, and we were patrolling the streets of Milwaukee when suddenly, man, I'm hungry. That would be good right now. Little bits of cheese. <laughs> I don't want a chunk of it. I just need a... Just, just a little... I'm going to stick in the belly for a little while. Just a little bite-sized chunk of cheese. Like a like a curd. <laughs> <laughs> then Kurt goes, what? Say something? No, not Kurt. Curd. Kurt's Curds. Yeah. He'd probably claim ownership of it. He'd be like, yeah, that's right, my name. Kurt Shub. Kurt Shub. Kurt's Curds. Kurt's Curds. Just think of the quick answer. Kurt's Curds. What? Kurt's Curds. This is David. <laughs> this is David. Creator of Kurt's Curds. <laughs> Do you think it would be you enough to retire on? <laughs> I'm sorry, but, you know, if I wake up tomorrow and there's never been any cheese curds ever, yeah, I, 
think I'm going to have to, you know, cut Kurt loose. And, yeah, you know, that's, that's a nice one. one. Everyone's playing around with wooden blocks all day. Just they logs. just don't even link at all. Can't snap together and form bigger and better things. Oh, man. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice one. That one I could retire on. But you're probably going to get hungry while you're coming up with that. <laughs> well, what kind of morning, I don't know, snack? <laughs> kind of like you're on the go because you got to get to the factory. Probably Maybe. cheese curds, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> what about the cronut curd? Breakfast burrito. The crow curd. The curd, the curd nut. nut. <laughs> Did you see a doctor about that? <laughs> oh, I got a bad kiss of curd nut. <laughs> seen David lately? <laughs> no, he's out with the he's out with the curd nuts. <laughs> Make a comic book about that crime fighting cheese curds. Thank you for listening to Under the Curd. <laughs> Under the Curd. You know. I would be part of a curd club. <laughs> I sort of am because I, I, I deal curds at the store, you know. And I just got a bunch of new flavors in. I got some sour cream and onion curds. Got some bacon uh, chipotle curds. See, they should do that. Usually, you know how you have like, all right, as a bacon chipotle, I would eat those. Why don't they make them into the deep fried wonderfulness as well? No one's doing that. Is that your idea? Well... <laughs> At least 25%. Or your idea right now. <laughs> a little sour cream on a shoe. <laughs> and then you deep fry that shoe, which is in reference to this episode of Gilmore Girls where they're Thanksgiving. Really? Because I thought it was a, in reference to several episodes of this very podcast. Oh, that too. <laughs> I would create Gilmore Girls so that a podcast can reference it. We wouldn't have to pay royalties for that, would we? Mm. <laughs> Whatever writer came up with deep fry a shoe was like ah, calling up his lawyer. Hey, <laughs> where, where's my royalty check? <laughs> podcast keeps using my line. <laughs> That's why I go by the name of Tony on this podcast. I'll let Anthony create the Corona. And, and, and the last name is L A T C H, right? Yep. It's pronounced Cloyd. Shoe, but it's definitely shoe. <laughs> I usually joke with people at uh, customers at work when uh, talking about an item and I kind of give them a little review like, oh, yeah, I really dig it. It's got this and that. If I'm talking about a, a yogurt or a cheese curd or something. And uh, and then I usually say I'm like, uh, you know, and if you don't like it, you can bring me the leftovers. He usually gets a laugh and they're like, oh, yeah, that's funny, blah, blah, blah. And then there'll be another line that I go to where I uh, – where if it's like a husband shopping for the wife and and I kind of translate his shopping list because it's not as accurate as the item. I'm like, well, she's probably meaning this one, even though she didn't write it down that way. So I'm like, I'm going to say go home with this one. And I'm like, uh, and if it's the wrong one, then uh, I'll take the blame for it. We usually laugh. And I'm like, uh, just let me tell you, my name is uh, Jason. <laughs> and like they'll see that like I'm not Jason, and coincidentally there is somebody named Jason there. But that's always the go-to joke, just being like, "Yep, uh, tell them it was Jason." Do you get that much um, inquiries at the uh, dairy section? 
Yeah, and just throughout the store too. A lot of times, just because customers either know me, and then I'll just uh, I'll have people that are like saying, "Hey, have you had this kind sir, of pizza, sir? My sour cream is sour." <laughs> You're like, "Oh, what you want is uh, whipped cream." Yep, sweet cream. Um, yeah, yeah sweet and condensed. Uh, just uh, <laughs> let me talk to Jason. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'll have somebody say like, Hey, have you had uh, this pizza or something? And then I'll sit, you know, I'll review it and then I'll take them down the pizza aisle and just kind of rate some of the pizzas. And I'm like, Oh, this is, if you're a thin crust person, then here's, I think probably one of the best ones if you're a thick crust person. So that happens a lot, whether it be yogurts or cereals or pizzas or. What if you're just a crusty thin person? Crusty thin person? (laughs) What if they need to try? Then I say get out because you're shedding all over our store. <laughs> What's that? What if they need to try thick crust pizza? If they what? If they, they need? What if they, they need to? They like, need? What if they've never experienced it before? I tell them go get it. <laughs> or are you asking for a recommendation? Well, what if they were like, yeah, I'm a thin crust guy, and then you do you recommend? Oh, but oh, then I tried? then I just go no, I just go right to the thin crust. You just assume that they've they've, they've always stuck with thin crust. Well, if they're a thin crust person, I'm gonna give them the best thin crust there is. And which one is that? I'm I'm curious. Now. Wait, so we'll do you find out. They want Ten episodes from what they need. Yes, Connie's is one I go to a lot. Connie's is really good. Never Connie's. Clearly, you're not a thin crust guy. Is that a- <laughs> Wait, you never heard of it? <laughs> then I just created it. <laughs> the Connie's Cronuts. <laughs> Connie's Cronuts. Is that like a a semi-local pizza joint that they have the custom? It's a Chicago. Store? It's a oh well. Uh, Connie's is a Chicago thing. They have Connie's Pizza at the Marcus Theaters. That's the oh, pizza they have. Okay. But uh, they have Chicago restaurants, but they have a frozen line, and it's, it's a. Like, I recommend Connie's Pizza. We don't sell it here, but you can go to Marcus. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you there? But uh, yeah, if you go see uh, Endgame. Bringing it back. Yes, they are. <laughs> You're bringing it back on the podcast, and yes, they are bringing it back. Did you guys speculate about what the bonus things will be? Yeah, we did a little bit. I don't want to rehash I, I, it, so I, I guess I'll just... extended end credits, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, we forgot got a couple names in there. I think it's going to be a scene where uh, uh, Tony Stark creates the Cronut. <laughs> Stark Nuts. It's how he. It's how he makes all of his money after the the weapon manufacturing shut down. That's right. He you know doesn't want to contribute to war crimes and right. said he just wants you know contribute to diabetes. <laughs> cronuts and my cronuts are healthy, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> They're one of the main four food groups. <laughs> created those anti-diabetic cronuts. <laughs> That's why it's popular in small town Wisconsin because it's the one that uh, is good for you. Guess what? It's not but five bucks. It's all about balance, you know. Four fifty. You can have as many of your cheese curds as you want, but then you got to eat something healthy, like a cronut. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Balances out, or a lean pocket at least. <laughs> Marketing things is the complete opposite of what they are. Nothing says weight loss like pizza rolls. <laughs> a message came through from Pat. In case you haven't seen the alert. It's yeah, so it's ambiguous, whatever this Pat thing is. It's an order. Uh, a customer? 
Oh. Yeah. All about the... Uh... Just store-related mm. orders and stuff. I was going to look at other pictures of cronuts while I'm sitting here. <laughs> Just eyeballing a thing that you probably... Unless you go to New York City, you can probably like never get that. Uh, <laughs> that's actually just in the new preview. Yeah. Oh, the King Thor thing. Yeah, yeah. I haven't looked at them yet. So, ooh, right you asked about like a filled cronut. Here's a. Oh my! Oh my! George oh Takai, the face of cronuts. <laughs> we call this one the George. <laughs> we call this one the Paul Rudd. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's a bunch of different, uh, well, there's a homemade cronut recipe. I guess if you want like a quick and easy cronut, just buy two donuts and eat them at the same time. Get the thickness. Yeah, but it's croissant based, so you'd still have to get the, you know what? You'll get the same experience. Just get a croissant. I'm just going to go get some croissants and glaze them. <laughs> but where'd you get that idea from? My invention of the cronut. <laughs> I don't care what happens after the fact. It's going to spread like wildfire over the internet. Some guy from New York is going to come in here and be like, hey, what's the matter with you? Croissants. <laughs> Trying to take credit for my idea? Look at this. There's even vegan cronuts. <laughs> or there's, is there diet caffeine free cronuts? <laughs> oh, I hope there's some vegan, sugar free diet chocolate caffeine. <laughs> That's the worst. Everything sounds so much worse with the word vegan in front of it. <laughs> Definitely it takes the steam out of... I don't know about the steam, but it does take any of the animal products out of it. <laughs> I just had a BLT. It was so good. A vegan BLT would just be so sad. Imagine if you had everything inside the BLT, but the buns were the cronut on top and bottom. You have a BLT with a bun? So now Burger yes. King what? A BLT has sandwich. Their, their, their croissant witches, right? You know, could they do like a, you know, like the, well, they could do the, the sandwich because you have to reverse them. Then it's like a car. Because <laughs> <laughs> you sandwich two cars together and made it into a sandwich. Yeah, because a cronut witch just doesn't sound right. So I get it because croissant witch sounds like it's a good word. It works. Donut witch or cronut witch. Or, you know what yeah. you could retire on? Like immediately, cronuts, tacos. Let's say the taco was not invented. No burritos, like, and all of a sudden you were just like, "Here's the Completely taco." New concept. Yeah. Right. Oh man, everybody loves tacos. What if I came and made the taco nut? <laughs> I feel like he's very stuck <laughs> on the cronut. He's not gonna let this one go. No, there's no change in his mind. He is. He's dead set. I'm just trying to create things now. Taco nut. It doesn't sound You bite into a pastry and you get ground beef, you get <laughs> cheese, <laughs> sour cream. <laughs> like that's all with a nice cinnamon glaze. So. <laughs> Taco balls. Taco balls? Do they? Yeah, taco like, balls. Well, I was just thinking, you take the taco <laughs> ingredients, roll it into a... You're taking a burrito, you're just changing the shape of it. So you have some kind of encased ball. Like taco pockets? How about taco pockets? Taco pockets. Taco Ta bites? Ta pockets. Ta pockets is what I was trying to get to. <laughs> <laughs> Ta pockets. 
Uh, taco balls. Just little bite sized. You get like four or five taco balls is equal to like a burrito or something, but you're just eating them in little tortilla wrapped balls. Cronacos. Cronacos. <laughs> that sounds like a Marvel cosmic villain. Yeah, you actually take the beginning of tacos and the end of pockets <laughs> and it's to cockets. So then when they're little balls, it sounds mm, like. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! <clears throat> Glad I came in today. No, that was a, I have, those are the kind of podcast I like because it's all just it is complete random. It's not talking about a news story of like you know Endgame or this or that. It just brought up a scenario based off of a movie. And, they, and these are the type of things that we talk about regularly here at the Crimson Curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Kurtz, Crimson Kurtz. I did. Trademark. I'm just looking at all these different designs and recipes for cronuts. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to get the bakery to make you one, like, tomorrow? Oh, hey, guys, you know. I, I could probably arrange that. Is that going to be a new uh, <clears throat> pig bakery item? It would be the pig nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Crowig. <laughs> Crowig. Pig nuts. Pig nuts. Uh, you know, now I gotta Pringly. go in there and ask for a donut, and I'm gonna call it a pig nut. <laughs> <laughs> like one hey, pig yeah, nut, can, please. <laughs> can, I, can I get a dozen of <clears throat> a dozen cream filled pig nuts? <laughs> Sorry, I think you want the deli? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Over to the butcher. <laughs> sounds like a black market type of item that I'm selling here. It's a delicacy. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to see if I can get an answer here from a New York friend. <laughs> you, have you had a cronut? Wait, you have changed it to cringe. <laughs> I, I guarantee you it autocorrected to cringe. Have you had a cringe? Sounds like a bad pickup line. Have you had a cronut? <laughs> I just sent it, have you had a cronut? You want one? <laughs> oh, I'm getting a, re- a live response here. Oh, we got a wow. live one. Yeah, all right. Hold on, someone's typing. <laughs> what the hell's a cronut? <laughs> My local. Yes, Texter, you are on. <laughs> under the, <laughs> under under the, the curve. curve. <laughs> <laughs> Which might be the episode title, maybe. Uh, there's a couple suggestions. They I, said, I was thinking two fingers in a crimson curve. <laughs> <laughs> the response was, no, I have not, with an exclamation point. Which means it sounds like they know what it is. I would assume. Yeah. But kind of, kind of like when you ask somebody that hasn't watched Game of Thrones if they've watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, I'm no I haven't. I've never <laughs> seen Star Wars. <laughs> Everyone keeps asking me if I've had cronuts. Um, they followed it up with, I just ate brownie brittle. I've heard of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course you heard about brownie brittle. But I assume <laughs> marketed worldwide. heard... Of a cronut. Didn't just look it up just now. Yeah. Here, I'm going to ask a Milwaukee-based person because someone else just texted me. <laughs> Are you asking if they've had one or if, if, if they know talk one? Talk to a Chicago-based. Yeah. I wonder if there's a, if, if they like, know one. Yeah. A if they know what one do, is. Do you know? Do you know a cronut? Know a cronut? <laughs> is that just a crazy nut person? <laughs> I know a guy named Crow. Yeah, because if you can find a, an act a cronut, you know. 
Uh, if you know a Cronut, send them on in. We've got some trading cards. I, and, uh, I am sure there are lots of fans of the Crow, the movie. Uh, and they are uh, all nuts. Those are all cronuts. Uh, okay, the Milwaukee person knows what a cronut is. Yeah, I know what that have is. They had one. They knew. <laughs> and they copied and pasted the Wikipedia. <laughs> you know. Well, that was pretty quick. I don't think that was a lot of time because he just like yeah. he's got some pretty like live people here, like on the ball. My well, other yeah, I've heard on of the it, nuts, as it were. Just so I'm sure that that's what you're talking about. What do you think it is? <laughs> <laughs> the other uh, person said uh, it was mentioned in Glee, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, but so but they so they only heard they, about they it the same either. way you have is on some sort of yeah media platform. And then I had someone that followed up saying, "I got like a whole thread of cronuts here. It's gonna be the new." <laughs> thread title for this group chat is uh one sentence a croissant donut what's that i said cronuts is the new black it's, it's just the <laughs> once you go cronut you never go back to anything else <laughs> not okay they put an interesting spin on the word how we came up with dosant <laughs> so they said had you said it's spelled duant as one word. Duant, duant. Um, I would have said no. Well, I was waiting. Yeah, I know, we're all just like... Yeah, we're like, what are you, who are you asking now? What are you typing now? Nah, I'm right. just seeing if they checked out the new Swamp Thing yet. So we're just um, oh, that's it. Switch it back. We finally dislodged his <laughs> thought train. Do you know anybody else from New York that you yeah. could text? Well, you could invent a combination of Swamp Thing and Donuts and be Swamp Nuts. <laughs> try a Swamp Nut or two. The other person I would have from New York, I know, is just on a cross-country trip at the moment, mm -hmm. to which I think, I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to text. Well, is he driving? No, but I'm just saying, just bothering vacation, like, with my cronut. Madness. You could make his vacation. <laughs> his or her. Is he going across country to New York? <laughs> He'll be passing through there, probably. But there you go. Maybe yeah, he pick could up a cronut and, and he could try one. not bothering and say, do yourself a favor. Yeah. <laughs> get five hours, he can wait outside for a croissant. Just, Don't. just have one delivered. Just get the cheese curd. <laughs> 100 100 delivery. <laughs> hundred bucks. really expensive if I was like a rich person I don't know who all did that but if like if I was rich and I'd be like 100 bucks for I don't have to yeah sure write it off go get it Smithers <laughs> right because it would have to be either Smithers or Alfred hey hello hello, hello. question for you yeah we do have a question oh, yep. uh, questions you're live yep have you heard of or do you know what a cronut is yeah. Okay. Have you had one? No. Okay, because no. I don't think anyone maybe has them local or not, but no, I don't think so. they haven't heard of it, and it just came up in discussion. And do you know how you've heard of it? Um, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I've heard of it, but I know they have them in New York, and I don't think they have them here. There you go. They probably heard, like, social media or the news or just some kind of... Probably the news. Yeah. I said, like, late night talk shows probably where I heard about it, but... 
they haven't heard the word Corona. And when I said it, they were very confused. And then I was, we spent the last half hour talking about Corona. Yeah, there's a high likelihood. There's a Newfoundland thing. Yeah, that's probably where I started in. Alright, so... <laughs> so now we're just surveying people. Yep. Yep. We'll stop at people on the street. Excuse me, sir! <laughs> <laughs> What'd you call me? Yeah, just doing some search on it. Apparently Dunkin' Donuts created a croissant donut, but they claimed that they didn't copy the idea. And so, so we could get... We could potentially go get a mimicry of this. Yeah, I'm not sure how old that news thing was, if it's a current item or not, but... Oh. But yeah. I would guess it's probably at least three years old. Three or four. All of those previews. Uh, uh, those are brand just new. just came out today, so... I can hook you up with some new ones. I tried to use the digital... Mm. It just gave me a headache. So just with the scrolling and paging, or just yeah. Didn't... Well, it's all double page, so everything's that big. Uh, it's a pain in the butt. Well, they're cake decorators at Big Wiggly. I might just commission one of them to make a Corona. Hundred bucks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about how there was a delivery service in New York when those things came out, and people were delivering them for a hundred dollars a piece. I bet you made a pretty penny initially, and then yes. probably take it. <clears throat> it says there's still, you know, at least pop. Like it sounds like that he's doing a new flavor, you know, flavor of the month cronut every time. Have you ever been to Kelly's Country Creamery? That's out in the Eden area, ice yeah. cream place. They do a. It's all like a local, like farm, homestead type of mm-hmm. ice cream creamery. They got just a bunch of like crazy flavors going on all every day but they do a flavor of the month and the cookie sandwich of the month and uh i just got the june one sandwich the other day and they got like a reese's pieces type of chocolate on here i got a better picture i got oh it's a giant ice cream sandwich but it's uh and they'll do like a different thing like every time so like uh, the rock size ice cream sandwich (laughs) yeah that's right we didn't talk about those he posted his cheat meal, cheat meal the other day, and it was something different. Yeah, I actually <laughs> saw something. I didn't, I didn't check it out, but I just in passing, I saw something about a, a new cheat, oh, which I wouldn't have thought the of two at burger, all had two we sit- not have already had that discussion. He had a Sunday cheat meal train rolls down in line two fat eight ounce double cheeseburgers with bacon and fries, double shot of a new tequila, chilled. But then he did follow it up with his uh, dessert. Uh, yeah, he's got. <laughs> Here's his two plates of. Oh my god! <laughs> we'll see you soon. Yeah, take it easy. I'll try and bring this back to you in case anybody needs an extra one. Okay. Because uh, otherwise, we just pile up in the house. That's fine. We'll take them because even the old ones, uh, every once in a while, I just haul like all of our cardboard and stuff to the dump. So if we get old ones back, I just throw them in with that stuff, and I just like, take it down there. Awesome. Well, Alright, have a good night. So here was his cheat meal of just showing the burgers and fries and tequila. But he followed that up with... Is that a vegan burger? <laughs> it's Corona flavored burger. He followed it up with this. <laughs> Jesus. 
that he's is trying the... to pick a dessert. And he's like, yeah, I'll just have one of everything. I'll take cheesecake. I'll take <laughs> the peanut butter cookies. I'll take a couple brownies. Take a couple cronuts. <clears throat> and watching a thing on a little laptop. <clears throat> if that guy ever stops like working out, he's gonna be so huge. His brownies, like... <laughs> brownies, blondies. I love blondies, by the way. The snack. Um, peanut butter, chocolate chip, and double chocolate cookies with a fat slice of cheesecake chaser. Um, See, that's my problem is I eat like the rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been following his meal plan. Yeah, I'm on the rock diet. <laughs> <laughs> I've been eating everything he's been eating. Right? Is that a lot what's going Cronuts, on? Cronuts, the cheese curds, everything. Uh, and that wasn't working. I doubled it. <laughs> <laughs> but here, I, I could see... The friend that's crossing country right now, I can see where uh, see where they're at. They're in the New Hampshire area, so they're coming up on New York if they because I think they're going across because they did check with me because on their <coughs> way back. Uh, oh, see, they've already checked with you on their trip. Well, this was like months ago when they oh, were looking oh, for a plan back. Hey, you oh. know anything that we could try while we're in New York? Yeah. Hey, hey Mr. I, Wisconsin I'm sorry, guy. I can't think of anything. <laughs> hey, guy from Wisconsin, what should we try in New York? Um, to the guy that's never been in New York, but we've been to several times. I don't know. Check and see if they get any cheese curds, I guess. <laughs> see, on the way back, they had checked because they'd done this trip before, and they were trying to plan to see if they were able to come to southern Wisconsin. And then they like got to Illinois. He gave me the location, but it was like a six hour away Illinois, and and so we're trying. They were trying to like map their way back because I've never met them in person. They're online friends, and uh, um, but yeah, they couldn't quite make just a, a complete trip out of their way just to go up into Wisconsin. But otherwise, they could deliver the <coughs> cronuts here by Saturday. Yeah. You'll have probably have a birthday party. I have several birthday parties this weekend. You have no idea. One of which is mine. Oh. Uh, Does it land on the weekend? Or is it right now? It's Friday. Ask for a Corona. It'll be a party, though, on Saturday. <laughs> I could ask for a Corona. I doubt anyone would get it. <laughs> They'd be like, what's that? Uh, do, could, they, do they have like a Giordano service could, where they freeze try? I might be able to commission one at Piggly Wiggly. That's true. <laughs> I could just walk in and, I mean, he'll have already, like, gotten them warmed up to the idea of making them. And just walk and say, look, I, I'm certain you know what a cronut is. <laughs> we do now. <laughs> Did you go back to the website? <laughs> well, I'm just, I went, I Actually, typed in... Cronut <laughs> delivery? Cronut delivery. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is it a hundred bucks if they deliver it all the way to West Bend <laughs> from Gold Belly? Yeah, I think I would. I would pay a third <laughs> to try a piece of this cronut at this point in the evening. Like thirty three dollars. Here you go from this site called goldbelly dot com. Their title <laughs> of their article is "Release the Cronut." <laughs> hey, delivery service cronuts can now be shipped nationwide. Oh, see? This is from 2013. Oh. It, it listed that guy, though. Now, I'm wondering if it's going to be actually cheaper to get to it shipped halfway across line, the country than to get it than somewhere it in New York. New York to just get yeah. it shipped. Yeah, what is the going rate for? What are you, three blocks away? That'll be 100 bucks. 
People in California and New Mexico ordered them, apparently. All right, I gotta find this guy's actual page. Yeah. Us, uh, was it some... It's that guy's bakery. Yeah. Gotta get his name. Dominique Ansel. Dominique Ansel's Bakery. See if I can get one here by, by Saturday. We can try. See, he first tried to create the Dom nut, but... Dom get it by Saturday. That might convince me to come in. Hey, for your birthday. Happy birthday. That's right. Here's a frozen cronut. <laughs> All right. Dominique Ansel Bakery. Right now it's closed. Ah. Oh, shucks. Oh, they're open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just shut down. Uh, yeah, I put all business. my business into the cronut and I fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Had to sell my Pizza Hut in Hawaii and... Fall back and make a cheese curds. No. Okay, I'm trying to find his website. I think. Well, I am at his web at his name website. I'm just seeing if I can look at this. In 2019, I gotta go. It's a sliding. This is for all you <laughs> listeners out there. Look at this. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is quite impressive. I gotta wait for the. Pre-order New York City's July 2019 Cronut, the Meyer Lemon Wildflower. Uh, it, it, wow. It's loaded. Yep. It's going really fast. There's <laughs> something about blueberry in there. Pre-order now. I'm going to see if a pre-order gets me to select your region. Are we New York or Los Angeles? <laughs> Which region are we in? Yeah. What region is Western Wisconsin? We're probably Wisconsin closer in? to we're New York. Cl- yeah, we're closer to New York. I guess okay. We're in that New York region. Oh, I clicked on, and it says, "Whoops, the page you're looking for is no longer Cause, here." Because uh, the New York Cronauts are completely different than the LA Cronauts. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I'm gonna figure out this delivery system, and uh... <laughs> ten weeks from now, we'll have an answer. Uh, Our shops. There we go. That doesn't help us try and get. I'm trying to like go I to. I was going to go to Wizard World this year, but <laughs> I ordered a Corona. <laughs> I'd like to return my Brie Larson VIP pass. I, Hi, I just a... bought these comics. Uh, <laughs> can you even read them? Okay, I got a phone number for the Soho location. Are they still open? I'm just trying to go to their shop here. Corona pre-order every Monday. The pre-order up to twelve, twelve Corona pastries. At New York Corona Preorder.com. Look at that. They must be this, you know. Hey, just send them a message. Say, hey, we do a podcast. We're out of, <laughs> we're out of West Bend, Wisconsin. We do a podcast where cool. we review pastries. <laughs> Maybe they'll send us <laughs> Screw the Corona. I'm going to create this what thing. Is, what is that? <laughs> it's called the, uh, the Paris, New York, or the Mini Meat Cake. That's a oh, mini meat cake. <laughs> I don't know what meat it is. Cake. I'm all over that. <laughs> a mini meat cake. But what is on the bottom? Is that like a, an omelet? <laughs> it's on a cronut. Um, well, okay. It's Paris, New York. It's called apparently. Because that's definitely the that's a the quiche. Spin- okay. So that's Spider-Man tweeted. Uh, Paris, that's New Paris, York. New York. And. I'm on their site now, so I'm going to come back on Saturday and see if I can uh, place an order for cronuts. 
It's uh, November 21st, 2013. Unfortunately, the shop still isn't shipping cronuts. In 2013, though. Uh, yeah, that's true. Oh, well, they haven't updated since 2013, <laughs> so. I'll, uh, I'm going to get to the bottom of this, and we're going to meet back here in one week and I'm share a cronut. I'm going to get to the bottom of that cronut. <laughs> <laughs> I just started at the top and worked my way down. All the way down. Like a pizza. Well, let's talk about cronuts. I'm going to have to get one of those peanut butter squares from the gas station down the road. Or I'll see if they have some donuts. Do they have an FAQ? I haven't looked. I figure I'll have a... I'm off tomorrow. I might have more time to... we got the next 24 hours of research for all this. This is... Uh, unfortunately, we do not offer delivery or shipping due to the delicate nature of our... Home. And that's how they're fragile. It just creates the demand. What is the cronut? How do I get the cronut? How do I eat the cronut? How do you eat it? How do I cure the cronut? <laughs> and collectibles at 1749 Barton Avenue, West Bend, Wisconsin. You can join us live each week or listen on Automatic and iTunes. Like us on Facebook at Crimson Cowl Comics or on Twitter at the Crimson Cowl.